I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chiseling at you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is a bonus episode where Marco and I bring someone from the movie business on to have a little discussion with them. This is going to be bonus episode number 15, and I had already introduced him, sort of. So let's say hi to Marco. <laughs> hey, what's, what's up, going? man? What's going on? Good, good, good. I'm freezing my ass off of it, but I'm here. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll it'll heat up quick, I'm sure. Oh, of course. For you, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm Californian, by, man. I, I'm not used to this, but yeah. Yeah, by tomorrow, it'll be warm enough to wear shorts again, so. There you go. <laughs> and uh, with us is Mr. Matt Frame, who is the director of uh, Camp Death Two, Camp Death 3 in 2D. Sorry, I get the numbers mixed up. What's going on, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Welcome. Not much. Hi, guys. Hi, Marco. Hi, Hi Paul. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Good, man. Good. So, what was the... Um, the the camp death is there is there supposed to be a sequel or, or a, a prequel to this that's going to come out since it's already a, a number later in the franchise i don't you know i don't know i i, th- I think the next one if we make one will be the uh will be a sequel it'll be camp death three part two in 3d this time right right and, so, uh, so like the part the part three is just part of the title it's not actually yeah well you know it's it's part of the joke but yeah. uh <laughs> you know. but yeah i know there's there's a lot i mean there's a there's a couple of different options, certainly. I guess it just depends on whether or not this one actually gains enough of a following to justify a sequel. So, yeah, there's lots of possibilities to, uh, sure, to, sure. to the film. So, uh, Before we get into talking about that, uh, how, how did you... What, what was kind of the, uh, the journey to becoming a, a director and, and co-writing with a feature-length film? Did you sort of set out? Did you go through college or anything like that? Uh, no, no. I started as a as a comedian actually. So I was doing okay. stand up and, and improv throughout my twenties, and then in my late twenties, I got a, a TV show on sort of the Canadian much music or Canadian MTV, which is called Much Music, and mm-hmm. it was a, a show that I was I was starring in, and it was just terrible. It was awful, and I remember <laughs> I remember thinking to myself when we were sitting in the editing bay that I wanted to learn how to edit because I felt like the guy who was making the film didn't know what he was doing and it was a sure. skill that I think you could learn and it, it would be very beneficial so I learned how mm-hmm. to, to edit from there and then I started to work for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation the CBC up uh, up here for a while and then I started to do some some documentaries uh, they were oh, okay. there was, 
comedy based, but there, the first one was about um, myself and two friends. We went to the Middle East during the invasion of Iraq. We were trying to get into Baghdad, so we were kind of going to all the surrounding con- countries, and we were just a bunch of uh, bumbling fools trying to uh, figure out what was going on with the war. Um, that was called right. Baghdad or Bust. And trying not to die. Well. Right. And then, uh, then I did a documentary uh, a few years later that, after that called No Joke, which was a sort of a, an expose of of comedians, stand-up mm-hmm. comedians who think that they're funny, but they're just not funny. Right. And so <laughs> exploring the idea of why people are deluded to think that they're funny and to tr- pursue this path mm-hmm. uh, that they clearly are not very good at. Right. So, um, yeah. And then, and then a number of years after that, or a couple of years after that, I did a um, – sort of a comedy special with my friend Gerald, who's actually in the film. He plays Mrs. Van Damme. He's the severed head that... Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, he's, he's, mom, a, yeah. he's a stand-up comic, and so he, he had this um, this special, which we did, and, and so I helped to, to write and direct a bunch of the sort of com- comedic skits around that. I just okay. found... You know the sort of the horror comedy um, angle to be a lot, and just to be much more fun and and efficient than documentary yeah. filmmaking. Because with documentaries, you're just filming everything. You don't know what's going to be usable in the end. And I just found it to be just a lot more enjoyable. So I thought, you know, why don't I make a whole feature? And yeah, I thought, yeah. Why don't I make a feature film that's sort of a spoof of uh, of the movies that I loved as a kid, which are the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Right. I mean, massive fan of those and and that's how it sort of all came to be or i came to be um, sure sure film, so no that's cool i um i had looked through your imdb credit and i saw that you had had some stuff that was based on on playing a comedian and so i was going to ask if you had actually been a stand-up comedian or or what your your connection to that was so you you actually yeah, did that for yeah a while. i was i wish for a while i think between the ages of like 18 and 25 Okay. Um, I was better at doing improv than I was stand up. My stand up was just terrible. It was like it was it was almost like you know yeah, uh, perform, performance art. I go on stage with a rubber chicken or a, a barbecue <laughs> chicken and begin to like throw it at the audience and just it was just a it was a disgrace really. So um, yeah, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I just found out through trial and error that I was actually a better filmmaker than I was a. A performer, and so I sort of have sure, stayed sure. behind the camera since then. So, cool. right, are you, are you, uh, you said you love like, um, the slasher films of like Friday 13th stuff because that's what this movie is kind of like based off of. Uh, are you a horror fan in general, or just like when you started making movies, want to do all kinds of genres or, or like stick to like comedy and then just have this sub sub uh, texture of horror with it? You know, I was always, you know, uh, I think when the first Friday movie came out, I was probably about nine. I was a bit too young to to actually watch it. But I remember my sister going to um, sort of uh, sleepovers with her friends on weekends. And so she'd come back and tell me these stories of hearing, you know, about this this deformed kid in the lake and and whatnot. I got so (laughs) fascinated by the whole thing so that when we actually got a uh, a VHS player and – and managed, I managed to, you know, begin to rent these things. I just was was swallowing this up up, up wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the mm-hmm. all the movies of the eighties of of the you know horror movies of the eighties. Right. I just absolutely loved. And and you know, I think that I think I got into comedy later on. I think maybe I, I sort of fell out of love in regards to, to horror movies in the mid nineties when I was doing the the comedy stuff. But it was something right. that I always carried with me. And I think that I don't know, maybe ten years ago, I just sort of rediscovered that stuff and just realized how much I loved it. And so yeah. it wasn't, you know, and also that stuff's in my DNA really. So that's, that, right, that, right. 
that's yeah. what I was going for. Like, you know, because you're 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 basically a fan, and you always had that underlining, you know, horror fandom there. Because again, you know, a lot of people will go, "Oh, I'll do things because it's in the now." You know what I mean? Like, uh, sure. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, no, that's not the case at all. Uh, I, I, exactly. I used to. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember it, but when they had the um, the Friday the Thirteenth three D uh, movie come out, yes, they oh, yeah. had the mm-hmm. there's. The, the, the newspaper articles that they had, or the newspaper advertising, would be that shot of Jason holding the machete, and it'd be kind of a 3D shot kind of going into the into yes. the camera. And I used right. to stare at that for – I used to cut these yeah. out on my wall and stare at them for hours, <laughs> just completely obsessed with it. And, nice. and the same with the uh, the the poster and the, the cover art of of, uh, of the final chapter with the uh, you know with the bloody mask and, and whatnot. Right. So right. I just found the whole thing so fascinating. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, it was yeah. also – you know, being that I was maybe twelve or thirteen at the time, it was stuff that I I knew I shouldn't be watching, and so there was that, of that, course. that that element of danger and that sort of um, there's there's a there's a, there's a, a rush and a thrill to that, you know. Yeah, no, oh, yeah I blame yeah. my parents for saying don't watch this until we return. Well, <laughs> right. you guys made me a horror fan because you told me not to watch Hellraiser, yeah, and right. I guess what I was going to do as soon as you left. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. They should have been like, don't watch this documentary about <laughs> yeah. science. And yeah, math. exactly. <laughs> you don't want to get smarter. That would that would be terrible. That sucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you, mom. I'm gonna get smart <laughs> as hell now. I'll show you. That's what my yeah. parents should have done. I know, right? <laughs> Reverse psychology. Yeah. yeah didn't do that stuff. I was dumb enough to fall for it. <laughs> how, how about you guys? Like, what was it for you? Same sort of thing. Can I discover uh, this stuff as a teenager, or was it uh, later my, on? Yeah, mine was later on, which it, we've sort of talked about before with our history, and and that I sort of fell into it at the right time, maybe like five, six years ago, just sort of looking for a new thing to get into because I was tired of you know the same old uh, whatever superhero movies and all that stuff that I was into just because of my little kids and kind of looking for my own adult identity. Right, right. And, and remembering seeing stuff as a kid and being like, I think that stuff was really cool. And I, you know, I see a lot of uh, people with their action figures of Jason and, and Freddie and Michael and, and all the icons and whatever. I'm like, but I don't remember these movies. So I just kind of the same thing. But as, as a much older person started just picking up all these movies wherever I could and just watching anything that I could and, and sort of reliving those moments. Hmm. Yeah. And got yeah, me yeah, back I, into I, it. So, yeah, I was, uh, my whole uh, from when I was a little kid, because I grew up in the 80s, so you know, everything was Star Wars or horror for me. And I wanted to be a special effects makeup artist when I was a kid. And so I would watch everything, you know, American War for London, just everything special effects in that realm because it just right, fascinated right. me. And I just so I just consumed horror. And I used to be, I used to have debates with my neighbor on who would win in a fight, Freddie <laughs> or Jason. <laughs> Right. Because, I mean, this were this was like nine year olds, you know, you know, yelling at each other across the street <laughs> yeah, that Jason right. would kick Freddie's ass, or, you know, stuff like that. So, and it was just embedded in me, and you know, I just, I, I just loved it so much. And uh, you know, I there just I could like go on and on about like my the very first, you know, the drive-in. I remember going to the drive-in for like mm-hmm. seeing every horror movie I could. So, and my parents are very open with it. Like I said, yeah, they did do that. We rented these movies. Don't watch it until we're here. Nope, I watched them, and then uh, I, w- I was that kid that my parents would let me go. We would go to the video rental store and pick a movie. I would be always in the horror section, blindly picking something, going home, yeah. and then watching it, and then getting in trouble because some of them are very, you know, <laughs> like, you know, 
house by the cemetery, uh, you know, cannibal Holocaust, those kind of things where they were like, you, you're not allowed to rent these anymore. And I'm like, I didn't know yeah. what I was renting. So, but yeah, <laughs> it's, and I've, uh, and from all the way to today, I just been engulfed in horror movies, horror movies and, and, and Star Wars. That was my two things. Right. Right. But, <laughs> well, there's something sure. magical about that too, going to the, the video store and walking up and down the aisles of the Love you know, it. horror, yeah. horror yeah. movie section. And, and you don't know, this is before the internet, obviously. So you, you most of the time you don't know anything right. about these right. movies at all. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. going by the cover art itself. And it's just That's a exactly it. Yeah. world of possibilities. And, and the majority of them were just fucking terrible, but they, oh, were, yeah, yeah. they, were, so. they were terrible, <laughs> sure. but it made for great stories later in life. You know, mm-hmm. That's, uh, <laughs> absolutely. I, yeah. I missed I miss those days. I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the same for <laughs> any like for action movies or or fighting movies. You know, any of the the martial arts movies. And be like, oh shit, this this one looks badass. And you go home, and the the fighting was like five minutes long in it, and it was terrible. <laughs> and the acting right. was shit, and you're like, oh, that was a waste of time. You know what's interesting but, about that time though is like because of the effort that I that I used to take. I used to have to like get on my bike and and you know ride my BMX bike yes. like half an hour to the video store. Uh-huh. And so even if you're 10 minutes into a movie and you realize, oh, this is going to be shit, you're in it for the long haul. You don't yes. turn it off because oh, yeah, yeah. Nope. so much effort and commitment has gone into even getting yeah. it home. So these yeah. days I watch five, 10 minutes of a, of a movie and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. ah, this is not for <laughs> me. I turn it off. Oh, yeah, so yeah, for sure. You're not as committed right. as you used to be. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes you'd even watch it twice just because you're like, well, I fucking paid for it. <laughs> right. I got nothing else to do. I might as well just watch it again. Maybe it'll get better. Yeah, it doesn't. It never gets any better on a bad movie like that. Uh, but yeah, lately we've been much more, especially myself, consumed with with modern independent horror, which is kind of how we had crossed paths. Yeah. I I had actually, I think that you had, somehow we connected on Facebook and I, I just happened to connect with a bunch of people of kind of the same interests me like that and, and don't really pay much attention to whatever it is that they're making all the time. Right. And so I, I hadn't noticed, but then I heard on a friend's podcast on Exploding Heads podcast had said right, right. that they had gotten a screener from you and they watched it and, and talked about it a little bit. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And I go, I think that that guy's my friend on Facebook too. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to look into this, you know, so, so that was when I ended up reaching out to you and we got copies of the movie to watch and we Mm -hmm. covered it for our 31 movie reviews of, of October. So what, what, what month was that, that you watched it the first time? In, in October was the, the first time we saw it. Okay. So the version that you uh, saw then was, it's, it's changed a little bit since uh, the first one. I don't notice it's a bit shorter. I think it's shorter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was shorter this time. Now the the version that we I watched yesterday and today, uh, well half yesterday and half today. Right. I started right. getting tired, had to shut it off. So <laughs> <laughs> it was late. I had a long day. So. Right. Right. <laughs> but uh, not that it was boring. I was more just tired. No, no. I know it's not boring. It's but I think yeah, it's, yeah. I think you have to be in the mood for it because if you're not in the mood for it, then you're in for a pretty sure, rough, sure. pretty rough ride. I think. <laughs> and, right. Well, so uh, we were we were kind of joking before we had fully started about that we were, were talking about our best movies of the year and, and uh, we were joking about how you know it, it narrowly missed the cut and, and you were saying <laughs> that you didn't take us seriously. No. And I was, I was going to ask if, if anyone had actually like, told you that it was one of their favorite movies of the year or, or you had gotten any, you know, some, I don't know, some crazy fan that was like, this is the best thing that I've seen in 2018 or right. this is like a 10 out of 10. Or... We got one, yeah, just one out of, I think we've had almost... One super fan? Yeah, we, we nice. had... Uh, 
I think we've had close to 150 or, or even more reviews now of the film. So a lot of people right. have seen it, but there yeah. was, I can't remember the name of the podcast, but they, yeah, they, they named it number five out of their top five of, of, uh, 2018. That's funny. Um, nice. it was, it's actually interesting. It's a guy, he's a, he's a radio show host and he has like a, a 12 year old son who they, they watch these movies together. So it's him and his son. And okay. I guess it was something that they both, for whatever reason, bonded over. I guess it was the the juvenile humor or something. So yeah, yeah right, they, right. they really loved it. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think it's I don't <laughs> think it's it uh, it should actually qualify for anybody's top five or ten <laughs> of the year. You know, it's it's entertaining, but it's certainly not a good film. Well, sure, like <laughs> this film. Yeah, your your film is a very it's it is a very um you know type of like specific type of film. And, right. and you're right, you do have to get in the mood to kind of be loose and not take it serious and not like get invested in the plot and be like what's going on here and and take notes and you just have to Mm -hmm. sit back and laugh and have a good time Uh, right right you know what i mean and that's exactly what it is and and you know sometimes that's just all it needs like you know paul and i watched uh uh it was a movie called another wolf cop or wolf cop and i don't know if you got a chance to see that but it's not a serious movie but we just love the hell out of it because it's (laughs) like it's so ridiculous, but we knew that going in. And it's right. just, I think that made it better, you know, it's, it's, especially with this one. We, I, like Paul set it up for me. This is a type of movie. And then I watched the trailers. Even the trailers are like, this is a bad movie. Don't watch, <laughs> don't watch it. And I was like, okay, oh, I know what I'm in for. And then I watched it. I was like, what, the, what, what was, what I just watched? But yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was something that I thought was, was kind of interesting to me is by by making this movie that you know you your yourself are intentionally stating that it's a bad movie um and I, I was sort of curious what was sort of the thought process behind making something intentionally bad which is obviously like sort of a counterintuitive creative thought process but something that you do see done in in horror movies especially more than a lot of other types of art forms i feel like like no one makes an intentionally bad song really or <laughs> or something you know what i mean so yeah what, what's yeah. sort of the idea of 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 doing that is that like a uh sort of a a just a fun way to approach it or like a way to it's almost like a way to shield yourself from criticism to a certain degree because you're like well of course it's like oh you hated it well that was the idea you're supposed to hate it you know right right yeah i don't think we ever we we didn't set out to make a like a bad movie we knew right. that the movie was way over the top we knew that mm-hmm. it was offensive and it was juvenile and all those things and we also knew that the the acting was you know it was clearly there was a, a, a real heavy cheesiness factor to it but right, it wasn't right. until it was finished and and then at that point it was like well we don't quite know what we have here because you know we've we've shown it to a few people and, and the reactions have been decidedly <laughs> mixed I think more more confusion than anything else, and and you're right though. I think a lot of it had to do with well, you know what? We, clearly, this thing is is strange, really bizarre, and yes. we need to try to find the audience, and we don't want to um, we don't want to sell it as something that it's not. So yes, right, right. Early mm-hmm. early on, it was like, well, you know, what we need to do is we need to let people know that the movie's actually. I think it's more like we we say that the movie is, is stupid. It's not yes. bad. That's the tagline. That's, right? Yeah. That's exactly exactly. It's, it's yeah. a very very it's a very moronic and and uh, and silly film and and I think that's the angle that we went with. But you're right. It's also a, a matter of trying to to shield um, from some of the uh, the people who won't like it because of the fact that it's you know again it's it, when you when you finish something like that and you right. you have an expectation as to what it what kind of reaction it, it'll have. 
and you realize that it, the reaction you're getting is similar to that, but there's a lot of confusion uh, added to that. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I, I knew that the film was weird, but I had no idea what kind of a reaction it was going to get. And mm. people talking about the fact that it's something that they they have to stop the film at times and kind of just shake their head and try to <laughs> remain in the moment, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's right, a, right. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ploy as well to be able to try to, to reach out to our audience. You know, we say in the trailer, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't find this funny, don't watch it. And then the poster says this movie is stupid. And, right, you know, right. even, even, the, even the title, I think gives some indication as to the fact that this is not a movie to be taken seriously. Right. Yeah, so, uh, advertising so, that it's in 2D. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That is a lot of people will say because even when we were doing our our Halloween reviews, I'm like, yeah, it's Camp Death, you know, two and uh, three and 2D. They're like, was there a couple? Is there more? I said, no. You got to watch the film when it comes out because it just it's it's this mockumentary style or mock, you know, this kind of like uh, making fun of the genre itself and how over the top it can right, be. And, right. and but but also you know telling people that it is too. You're like you're, you're right, like, right. Yeah, it, it's you know, this yes, is a, yeah. a a spoof, if you will, but it's not like um like how scary movie spoofs and other things because like I like this kind of spoof if it, mm -hmm. if I can use that word better than scary oh, yeah. movie kind of stuff, you know. Well, it's interesting having made a movie like this because I, I you know the the movie is when you when you spend as much time as as I put into it and, and you know you really make an effort to try to make sure it, it as good as it can be mm -hmm. um, at least from a technical standpoint so when and I guess you have an expectation of what people are gonna that they're gonna think it's as, as funny and as good as Absolutely. you think it is and then right. so yeah. when the reactions become start to come in and you realize wow this is this is something that I, I'm not expecting or didn't expect right. in regards to the, 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 the strength of some of the, uh, the reactions. And it's, yeah, you, you sort of ask yourself, what do I have here? Like, is this something mm -hmm. that's going to, is it going to play? Is it going to be a complete disaster? Is it going to be something that, that could build a following? So right. yeah, it's for the, for the early months, it was definitely something that uh, was a little bit touch and go in regards to what we had. So sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, so let, let, I guess let's talk about the actual creation of the the movie here instead of just talking about how bad it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're good for. How stupid it is! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. It's very very stupid for sure. It's Absolutely. Like, yeah. No yeah. Bad yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, and the, there's there's you know there's stuff that is so bad it's good because. Yeah. People try to make it really good, and it comes out stupid. And then there's stuff that people yeah. just make to be stupid to be a parody of something. And I think that's what I I appreciate about what you're saying. Yeah. Because if you were, I guess, if you tried to sell it like it was, I don't know, like the next uh, horror comedy slasher camp movie, and not throw it out that it's like the stupid parody style, then people would be like, "What the fuck is this guy trying to do? Like, this is right, totally right. a ripoff of stuff." But but by announcing that it is a ripoff of stuff, then people aren't going to be as pissed off that it's, you know, clearly that you're aping on on certain things from other movies. So, <laughs> but uh, it, I think there, there's a lot of fun to it. So where it a lot of fun, yeah, yeah. Where does the idea come from at first? You know, you guys were making kind of these comedy documentaries and and doing stuff like that. And I know that you're a part of a group of writers. So was this like a, a group of friends and you just kind of said like, hey, let's hammer out a, a, a horror comedy movie? Uh, no. What, what happened was actually, you know, the, the fact that there's 
I don't know, like 25 writers. What, okay. what, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the story behind that is that, um, each one of the, the cast members of the, the film, I pretty much gave each one of them a, uh, a story, a story credit for the film because of the fact that okay. they had done, we had, we had workshopped the, uh, the script for about three months. Mm-hmm. So we met every every Sunday, and we went and we went through the the script again and again and again, and improvised stuff. And they they brought things to the table. So, and a lot of the stuff that we did on on set was based around the, the script that I had written, but was sort of improvised. Mm-hmm. And and so it just made sense to me to actually give people a you know a, a credit for that uh, for that uh, input. So, but for the most part, I, I wrote the script myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, I think it was probably in May of 2014. I just was was interested in making a film and, and thought I was actually out kayaking and was on a lake that looked very much like the uh, like Crystal Lake. And I thought, wow, you know, it'd be interesting to make a movie that was you know like a an 80s slasher movie like you know Friday the 13th. Right. And I thought, well, why don't I just make a, a parody of those movies? That would be fantastic. I know those movies like the back <laughs> of my hand. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stupid comedy is something that I, I, I kind of excel at. And um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, went from there. So that's cool. And so the, the all these all these characters, I mean, it it almost would be surprised more surprising to me if if a lot of the stuff wasn't improvised and that you actually had created right. all of these insane people. But how much of all of the, the different insane personalities that you have did you kind of put up for for them to create or or did you have them a little bit more specific no those are those are all characters that i i came up with i mean obviously okay. the actors they they expanded on them and really sort of fleshed them out and added sure, things sure. that uh, you know little skills that they had little little you know like the guy the irish guy i didn't know that the irish guy actually could play the the tin whistle and could play the spoons <laughs> well little <laughs> right, things like right. that you kind of bring into it so all through he was, he was one of my favorites of the movie, yeah that's, I, have that's to say. I want to see like a whole movie of him <laughs> Holy fucking Mary of St. Book. Come to me, sweet Jesus. Oh, come on, sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Give her the fuck out, Jesus. It's your ear. Let me tell you about the potato famine. You might not know, but you deserve to know. My family feels I fucking walked. Not a fucking potato inside, it was fucking so barren. And I thought I found a potato, but it was a fucking rock. But I was so hungry, I still tried to eat the rock. I didn't sit right for a fortnight. My anus was fucking red raw. I tried fucking open potato. No boiled potatoes. No fried potatoes, I can smell them now. No potatoes and pickles. No minced meat and potatoes. No roast beef and potatoes. No potatoes and hard fried sandwiches. Nothing anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but the other thing that was, was sort of fascinating to me was, you know, the... Um, you know, the idea of, of doing sort of the mental health angle to it, have it so it be, a, you know, a, a camp full of mentally ill folks. I mean, a lot of the, the, the actors or a lot of the characters that are in the film are, are based on people that I've met over the years because I have bipolar okay. disorder. 
okay. and people that I've, I've met in the hospital myself. So there's, sure, there's sure. sort of a, a ring of truth to these characters in, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, the basis of those. So I just found the idea of being able to um, sort of to ridicule and to poke fun at my own mental health issues sure. as being something that was just really, really freeing. Right. And it kind of just it sort of set the tone for the entire movie because once you realize you could do you could make fun of yourself, you could make fun of anything else. And so yeah. I think that's why the movie is so incredibly over the top. So yeah. I have a question. Whose yeah. idea was it for the musical? That was my <laughs> that was my idea, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. Oh thanks. Yeah that was <laughs> That was originally going to be an entire sort of cast number with everybody singing and doing a, a big production, but um, right, by that right. point there was a lot of delays and it just we just couldn't pull it off. So I thought, you yeah. know, who would be in my own mind was, you know, I want this to be really, really, really bad. So who would be the worst singer dancer of the whole cast and crew exactly. cast? Yeah, and yeah. Came, up, came up with Jason who plays uh, Jesus. And of course, it turns out that he can actually carry a tune and can actually sing. So, and oh, actually yeah. dance a little bit as well. So, yeah. um, you know, fantastic. what what was intended to be a, a just a terrible, terrible, awful <laughs> number um, turned out to be pretty bad still. But you know, it was a lot better than I had expected. And and uh, yeah. in fact, he actually won an award for that. He won um, what yeah. was it? Best comedic actor, best comedic actor in a uh, in a in a com or a horror comedy movie from. Uh, oh, the nice. tabloid Witcher Awards that he won. Uh, so That's yeah, that funny. was yeah, it was it, kind of a cool little uh, cool little treat for him to get that. That sure, was sure. great. It was like because it's the meanest character doing this number of about <laughs> you know you don't know me what's going on. It's like that whole you know like that like you said it's a it's a mental disorder or or uh, or you know something going on in there where nobody understands me. So I lash out in anger kind of song and it's just such a I just I think I text Paul during that when I was watching. This is back in October. <laughs> I yes, go, uh, I go, it's amazing. <laughs> or what? Cause I was thoroughly love the musical. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is funny. Cause it's, it's a very contrasting, like the image yes. of him. Yes. And then he's, he's almost got this, this beautiful voice for this, this big scary guy and the stuff that he's singing about is not beautiful. Yeah. yeah right. You know, I, I've seen the film a couple of times in, in theaters now and, and certainly that would be the, the point where people seem to be, yeah. They they get on board with the movie or 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 they don't you know sure, right, yeah. right it's yeah, so 100%. unexpected so yeah, yeah like I would be looking at somebody during if I knowing that's coming up I'd be like okay I've got to see that you know someone's reaction to it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, one of my other favorite characters who who doesn't live very long in the movie. Uh, my two favorite guys aren't in the movie very long. Is uh, Officer Bert Gabert? Oh my Bert God, Gabert! Yeah, yes. yeah, that's oh kind of with, Darth, with the Darth Vader helmet. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I know he's so funny though. Uh, that's when when we reviewed it. Marco and I were laughing about the part yeah. when when he's he's pulling the guy in the wheelchair and he's telling him all about his life. <laughs> and he's like, "You're a really good listener. <laughs> You're a really good listener." Yeah, and he he's, killed he's him. a dead guy. I, I love it. I always love coming up here on a nice day. I guess I should be thanking you, really. Man, just that fresh air in your lungs, right? Oh, I just remember there's a place up the road that has the best fish and chips. You gotta stop. I am starving. Oh, man. You know, you're a really good listener. I feel like I can tell you anything. This one time, junior high was in the girls' locker room by accident. And I, and I went to a locker, and there was a lady's dress there. And you know, something about it just spoke to me. I realized that day I looked great in beige. You wouldn't know it, huh, with my coloring and my eyes? You need to hold on. Hold on. 
It's okay. Just the hill. Keep going. Back there. You're good. You're fine. Yep. There you go. You're good. So anyways, like I was saying, fish and chips. Yeah, that was that was all improvised stuff. You know, I, oh, is oh, it, that, that's, yeah, with oh the God. actor Kyle Fiennes, he's just a, he's a brilliant, brilliant improviser. And so there was there's no point in providing him with anything other than maybe sort of a, a, a brief outline of the things that you want him to hit. Yeah. So yeah. I rented a, a U-Haul kind of a, a trailer that we could put the little uh, little speeder bike that he was on. And um, and I just said, look, we're gonna we're I'm gonna tow the body in the wheelchair. I don't know how long it's gonna be able to stand upright for. Just just <laughs> just talk to it, you know, just improvise. Yeah, right. yeah. And uh, and so what? But what you don't see in the movie is, you know, after that that part where the where the wheelchair it falls over and it begins to get dragged, we mm. kept filming for about 25 minute minutes, and we have like 25 <laughs> minutes of him just yapping away, talking to this <laughs> this burning. Oh my um, god! You know, dragging body, and it's just brilliant, brilliant stuff. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's the kind of uh, talent we got lucky enough to, uh, to right, right. bring to the movie. So well, you could you could always put it on like an extended scene or something if you if you did like a DVD or Blu-ray release for it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna do we're gonna do a um, a couple of versions. We're gonna do a a uh, oh, hundred nice. minute version, which is like a you know another twenty minutes of stuff, and then mm-hmm. we'll do like a hundred and forty minute or a hundred and thirty minute version of it, which will include oh, everything because there's just so much stuff. You know, as you, as I'm sure you've yeah. noticed, there really isn't any any through uh, any sort of narrative that's happening in the film. It's just a collection of skits. <laughs> yeah, right? so we, we have just so many of these that didn't make the cut. So um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I definitely will check out the yeah. extended one. Oh yeah. Maybe Marco and I can do a commentary for it. Yeah, that'd be oh, great. I'd love fantastic. To. That'd be yeah. good. <laughs> of uh, the 140-minute extended cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you, I think you have to be a pretty diehard fan to get to through that, because I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, the the film already is pretty weird. I mean, that's a that's the big thing too. I, I guess I didn't realize how weird it was until I began to see people's reactions to it, right. and then you kind of go, oh my, oh my god, like you know, this is what do we have here, and and so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. Right. And well, yeah, you have a lot of version that you've seen. That's a version that is is about as as uh, coherent as possible. Every, after that, <laughs> you know, it's just again a collection of very very strange stuff. So yeah, um, right. I think you'll. Uh, from what I understand too, the film is much better when you're when you're stoned or you're you're drunk. <laughs> so I mean, it doesn't I hurt. Meant that maybe we'll, that the 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 longer version will be something that is like it's mandatory to be you know inebriated before you can watch it. Right. Well, right. Well, also, when you, this, in, in this Canada, you is... can distribute it like with a joint inside the package. Yeah, that's. Oh, I, actually, I thought about. There that. you I go. Thought about like reaching out to like dispensaries <laughs> and trying to get them to, to sponsor us. So yeah, yeah. or have like a, I think a nationwide sort of stoned screening would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. What I was I like gonna it. say is that this film is definitely a group effort film. Like. You see it with your friends in you know oh, yeah, in, a, yeah. as, in a group setting or you know one or more of your friends that are that have a sense of humor and that it you know especially like I would love to see this in a the movie theater really like with a group you know just yeah. because of the uh, just the over top everything and yeah that I think that helps too and yeah you know you know you never know you know might have a cult following uh, sure, sure. this movie where it takes off into that you know where like the Rocky Horror Picture Show where it's you know now it's it, people go and see for a group because watching it by yourself of that movie it's not fun 
You know what I mean? Until yeah, you know, people I think that if there's any chance it has for sort of long-term success, it would be that. I think it's more of a, yeah. of a party movie, so it'd be something that yeah, somebody yeah. watched mm-hmm. and was like, holy fuck, I have to show my friends this. This is the weirdest <laughs> exactly. shit I've ever seen. And, yeah, and, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the hope is that maybe eventually it'll it'll uh, gather that kind of because uh, sure, to, sure. to to make a you know to make a party movie is something that's it's it's actually quite um, appealing to to write to recognize or to think that that is a possibility that it's something exactly. that exactly that a bunch of drunk people would put on at the end of the night when they're the party's over but they don't want to go home let's put on yeah, candy yeah. to sit here and veg out so <laughs> yeah there absolutely. you go yeah yeah. I mean, it might not have been your attentions, but at the same time, sometimes you just kind of embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, right, I don't right. even know what our intentions were, to be honest with you. I mean, I think <laughs> it, it was yeah. just – I think I just wanted to make something that was was uh, incredibly strange and, and, and different and, and funny and what I thought was funny. Right. And, yeah, um, yeah, and of, and of course, I, 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 and I continue to think that the movie is still within some boundaries of of uh, coherency, but I, I, I don't think it is. I think that <laughs> from the reaction <laughs> that people have had, we had a guy. Well, yeah, uh, there was a, uh, you know, Dave who plays Todd Boogumper, the main character in the film. He was at a right. mm-hmm. at a screening of the film at um, Spooky Empires in in Florida, and he said that some guy in the, in the front row was so drunk he stood up and could barely stand up and actually fell down in the course of standing <laughs> up and then turned to the audience and said, I'm not drunk enough to, to handle this shit and walked <laughs> off and people were like, Oh, oh okay. God. And they came back about, about, I don't know, 10 minutes later on with two beers in his hand and kind of gave everybody <laughs> a salute and sat down and proceeded to, to drink more to be able to withstand the, uh, the, the movie. So when I heard that, I thought, <laughs> Oh man, funny. okay. That's kind of, that's the kind of movie we have on our, on our hands. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of watching the movie for way too long and too many times, uh, you had just recently done a marathon to sort of, uh, oh, kind God, of do yeah. a little bit of publicity and, and a little bit of fundraising and just to talk about the movie. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how, how that whole idea came about. Uh, you know, this is the second time over the course of the production I've done sort of a crazy stunt. And it's always right. it's, it's always born out of desperation really you know you, you start a, a sort of a traditional you know a crowdfunding campaign and you get no one interested in it and you sort of see oh my god we have mm-hmm. like x amount of days left and we haven't raised a cent and so you kind of do these desperate things to be able to get people's attention the, the first right, one was right. um you know we were trying to raise sixteen thousand bucks to be able to be, even make the movie and we had raised maybe a thousand of that and so I decided to do this crazy 24-hour nonstop walk with a with a coconut chain to my waist around the local high school, and uh, did that for 24 <laughs> hours nonstop. It was like close to 70 miles um, nonstop. And then you know, again, it, you do something like that, it just gets people's attention. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we raised the 15 grand in about uh, four or five days. Nice. And then cool. so this this most recent one was yeah same thing I was trying to raise a bit of money for the advertising you know on Facebook and on on Amazon for the release of the film and and we were getting nowhere and so I thought oh fuck what do I do and uh, so I thought okay what I'll do is I'll come up with an idea to to sit through my own movie uh, for 48 hours straight it actually turned out to be 52 <laughs> hours straight um, nonstop so it was like 34 times in a row. You know, between the screenings, I'd have eight, eight and a half minutes to get up <laughs> and a leak or go get something to eat or what have you, have a shower right. at one point. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was me sort of sitting there and just talking. Uh, you know, we were we had guests coming into the into my place to watch it with me. We had people phone in and, you know, mostly cast and crew kind of telling their, you know, their experiences about making the film. So, yeah, it uh, it was 
it was a very uh, long, interesting experience for sure. Right. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. It's a lot of times to relive it, right? Yeah, you know, I would. You know, that's people ask. You know, did he get sick and tired of watching it? But you know, I was actually not really paying much attention to the film. I was actually more interested in what people were saying about, you know, yeah, their that experiences helps. and reconnecting with people I hadn't talked to for a long time. And so, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah But you know, comparatively speaking, to walking for twenty four hours straight with a coconut uh, yeah, dangling that's... from your waist, this was this was kitten play. It was it was it was super easy to do. Yeah, that's cool though. I. I... I know when you were doing it, I had talked about maybe trying to call in during it, and it just right, right. a bad timing for for me on that weekend. But uh, but yeah, I think it's it's cool to hear that you can kind of pull some of these things off and mm-hmm. and make something out of nothing really with just a little bit of kind of intuition and hustle like that. Because a lot of times people just find some other way to get their money, or they borrow it from someone or whatever, and right, right, put themselves into more debt and more pressure on themselves to make something that they think is going to be successful or whatever. And so, well, you know, there's a, there's a desperation element to it as well, because I think the the movie, the movie was, I mean, maybe hard to believe, but the movie was actually very difficult to to, to make. It it, it probably seems like it was uh, a lot of fun and certainly there were elements to it that were fun, but you know, Mm -hmm. it was, it was something that it was intended to be about six months from beginning to end. And in the end was more like 50 months, five zero. Um, right. Because of all the delays and whatnot, so I think that just because of all the work that went into it, and I'm just, I'm just so, um, I'm just, I'm desperate to try to do what I can to make people aware of the film. I can't make them like it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I think that uh, you know, it's. I really want to be able to get to the end of this and just know that I, I did everything I could. So, you know, right. staying up for 52 hours straight is, is something that is um, I'm more than willing to do to, if we're, <laughs> sure. if we're able to, to reach out, you know, to a few more people, then I'm happy to do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, sure. I think and we'll, I, and we'll help you any way we can too. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's, it's cool to see people putting stuff into it. And, and like we had said, you know, it was, it was something we saw, we liked it. It's, it's definitely super funny. It wasn't, like like something where we were like oh we need to you know learn more and and talk about this movie and dissect it and whatever because like you said it's not it's not that kind of movie it's not that no, kind of movie. No. right exactly. exactly please don't dissect it yeah and <laughs> and i think that it is also cool just to see that people will make the movie that they want to make regardless of what yes like i think you know you could have probably got inside your own head about doing things differently to maybe make it more commercially appealing to people or, or do different things to make it fit to a different audience or, or whatever. But I think that you, it's, it seems like you really had sort of a vision of what you wanted to do with this and, and you kind of stuck to that quite a bit. And that is, is um, it's nice because to, it's, it's admirable that you could could set out to do it and then accomplish it and then spend all this time to promote it and and watch it and and talk to people about it and, and basically have to live this movie for all these years of your life yeah yeah it's it's uh it's quite an undertaking for sure yeah it's been an interesting ride for sure it's uh it's something right. which i i had no inkling that of the time and the effort that it was gonna it was gonna take to get it finished and and uh right right you know so the the, the fact that there are some people who are you know are are getting on board and and find any sort of enjoyment from it even if it's oh, just yeah, yeah. kind of a uh you know a, a smoke a joint and watch a thing and kind of just laugh a little bit that's mm-hmm. you know it, it is yeah. ex- excessively rewarding to have that um 
you know, especially after all the, because you, you, you do, you know, it's a bit of a cliche. You, you hear people say, you know, talk about how difficult movies are to make. And I, I think that this one, comparatively speaking to the other ones of I've made, you know, has been just the turmoil and whatnot has been unbelievable. So I think that right. uh, um, the any success we have, even if it's just, you know, isolated, just a, a few people here and there, it's 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 pretty sweet, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, so I think for the future, I know, you know, it sounds like you have put a lot into this and obviously you, you kind of have to sort of be thinking about what you want to move on to now that it's, it's kind of not necessarily run its course with this movie, but you're, you know, you've promoted it, you've got it out there. It's going to be on Amazon prime basically around the time that this episode is posted, which I know is, is it's going to be on there on the 15th of February, right? Very yeah. Cool. Yep is when it's added so then you know it's much more widely available to a much bigger audience because it is hard to get people to actually pay a few bucks to see something that they're not sure about if if you know it's just there that for something they're already paying for like a netflix or amazon prime then they're much more likely to check it out too so i think it will get a nice little bump there of just people seeing it whether they're going to like it or not or be kind about it or whatever remains to be seen but (laughs) right uh, at least you didn't make a Star Wars movie, so no, that's right. It should be a little bit nicer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it did have a it did have a Star Wars part in the movie, though. It did. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So was that was that just something that you were like, I want to put this in, or or like, are you a big fan of the uh, the Endor speeder bike uh, thing there? Yeah, I mean, as, as a kid, I always loved that that scene. It was something that uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I, I think I got to it because there was a point in the movie where I, I think I realized, and I think the the cast and crew realized too that the that the depictions of of the mentally ill folks, as well as the um, you know the use of of the excessive use of the word retard, we we might actually have some issues. Uh, yes. Yeah. From, from you know the, sort of a controversial standpoint, I think as because when we started the movie it was 2014, and so you know all the delays and whatnot. So we were going into 15 and into 16 as well, and the culture was really dramatically shifting, and people were becoming yes, yeah, much yeah. more um, right. sensitive about what was being said and 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 whatnot. And so I thought, you know what, I I think I need to make an effort to make this thing even more crazy, more absurd, and more stupid. To be able to hopefully get us to a point <laughs> where people can't take the movie seriously, that they they can't get upset about it, you know, right. the idea yes. of having right. a, you know, because in, in my mind you can't really complain about a movie being offensive when there's a, you know, a squirrel that snorts cocaine, you know, <laughs> to take a movie like that seriously is something that that's more of an, uh, an indica- indicator of of, uh, of of your own, um, uh, what have you. So yeah, no, it was. I think, I think that was just part of that was um, that and the musical number and the squirrel with the cocaine thing and even the end scene with the in the raft going into space that was another right. thing that was added just to, <laughs> right. to, to take it over the top so that we could hopefully escape the uh, the wrath of these people who get so worked up and and uh, and whatnot. Yeah, so, right, right. Well, and I, I think it's it's tough. I, I I was almost going to uh, bring that up earlier, but I, I'm glad you kind of had brought that up of just what your your concerns were as far as like you you want to make something that is slightly offensive because of the comedic tone and especially with your your background in stand-up comedy i know that's kind of a, a thing that's even been happening now still where comedians are getting criticized for right making fun of things that are are not okay to make fun of or saying certain things so i i think it's done in your movie where it's coming from a mean-spirited place, but it's primarily from 
the bad characters so it's it's kind of like it puts it in that same category of like a, a guy is in a movie that that you know does something bad to somebody kills somebody or rapes a girl or something right but he's doing that because you're supposed to hate that guy right and then right, yeah. eventually the some shit's going to happen to him so yeah, yeah. so as much as we like to laugh at uncle mel he <laughs> is definitely a piece of shit and he deserves to die yeah in the movie so <laughs> yeah he's he's foul for sure but you know I, I think i think what it was is that i think knowing that especially with the mental health angle knowing right. that that i have this because when if if you're a member of a, of a, a minority then clearly you're able to make fun of your of yourself that's something that is this the rules that are out there so if you yes, happen right. to be uh you know a member of a, a minority then you can make fun of yourself and so that was right right in, in recognizing that i thought you know what there's a there's a freeing nature to that saying well mm-hmm. you know because when people, you know, if people complain about it, then you can clearly say, well, this is actually, you know, it's it's inspired and motivated by my own experiences. And and uh, sure, I, th- yeah. I think that that sort of freedom kind of uh, it, it kind of exceeded its its uh, its its purview because I think it went everywhere else. So I think the the idea of us pushing the boundaries and these other elements that we 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 don't have, um, you know, the get out of free jail card for. Um, <laughs> right. It, so yeah, it's a little hard to explain, but I think that you know uh, there was there certainly was a freedom that was there at the time, and, and not feeling like you know we can we can really push the boundaries here. But of course, as time goes on, and, and, and in retrospect, you realize, wow, okay, this is this is going to piss some people off for sure. And how do we deal with mm-hmm. that? So yeah, it's it's uh, again, it's one of those things that even even to this day, I don't quite know what we have in regards to the film, and right. and it'll be interesting right. to see how it does, you know, you know, with uh being you know widely available. Um, yeah, right, right. So, have you gotten any complaints from any Irish people about your negative depiction of, we of did. the Irish character? Yeah, it, it wasn't. The, it was the, the I didn't even know that the the the, the blight or the you know, the, um, the the famine was that big of a deal. So when we wrote that, oh. and it. yeah. So anyways, but there was a guy. I, I, he's from Boston, I think. He's a oh no, Boston guy. Uh-huh. And he uh-huh. went on a on. It's on YouTube, I think. He it's he he went on a rant about it That's about how, how offended he was and how how the potato famine was not a laughing matter and all this sort of stuff. And so <laughs> yeah, we, there's been a lot of people who have you know. It's it's funny you know. There's there's enough in the film to to offend everybody. I think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just hearing some of the hearing some of the stories you get from people about uh, why they find something offensive and there was, oh, yeah, there, was yeah. a, there was a girl who was offended by uncle mel not because of what he was saying you know in his general attitude but because he was yelling at the cook to get back to work uh, I that, love that, that one scene, scene. <laughs> yeah yeah right, she, right. she was saying that uh, she was upset because uh, she herself works in customer service and that uh, when she's on her break she hates it when her boss tells her to get back to work and and so it was like, you know, yeah, everybody right. has their own personal baggage that they bring to it and are going to be triggered by, yeah, I guess so. by something. Right. So. Yeah, there's just like, it's just this world just needs to lighten up, I think, a couple of notches because <laughs> you won't have any entertainment if you if you can't even just yell, get back to work now on, a, on, on <laughs> movies, you know. Which I right. love that scene. I love it. I love yeah, it. I do. Because look at the cook's face the whole time. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. Or if you can't make a joke about the potato famine. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, how long ago did that shit happen? Oh, so long. Exactly. Oh, 125 plus, or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> plus, I mean, he was being sad about it. He, he was, was taking it sad, seriously. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> he ate a fucking rock. I mean, come on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought it was a potato. I ate a fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my asshole was red and raw. 
<laughs> oh my god i know that that whole part was just cracking me up yeah i watched it i, I rewound it and watched it again because yeah. it made me laugh so much <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh so we we had kind of uh had joked about if you were going to do a prequel since this was camp death three or or a sequel or are you uh thinking about continuing in this universe do you want to do something different do you want to do you ever have any aspirations of doing anything maybe even still in the comedy realm but maybe more serious where it's not completely over the top anything like that or i don't know i I mean i I think that i'm excited by the idea of of making a sequel just because of the the fact that the movie there's no boundaries obviously so anything that we want to do i mean i have an idea of, of going into space and incorporating you know the bigfoot and have mel come back you know all burnt but he's still alive and then <laughs> right. I do a thing where there's a great white shark in the lake and so it's him versus the shark kind of like a jaws kind of parody <laughs> where he'd be playing quint and so you know, there's so many things that we can do i, I mean i so yeah, sure, yeah, yeah i ideally i would love to be able to go back and to to make a a, a sequel to it um sure, but right. whether or not that's going to happen i, I don't know I, it, I think what you know it what would be required is is mm-hmm. you know there being a demand for it and so yeah. you know i don't know yeah. if you know i hope that it, that could happen but uh, i guess we'll see sure sure well i think if this one goes out and, and gets more eyes on it and then you could possibly do a similar situation where you try and get some sort of crowdfunding or whatever but now now it has an established thing i think that does help Right, right. To some to some degree at least that there's something that's established. So hopefully that will that will work out for you. Would you ever sure. like to do a a more serious horror movie or even or maybe a, a comedy movie that's not a horror movie? Like to separate from either of the two? I don't know. I don't know. I mean honestly the last last four years has been all camped if three all the time and and so right even, even since it's been finished it's been you know constant changes and tweaks to it and and all mm-hmm. the stuff that goes into trying to promote it and and the festivals and and mm-hmm. this sort of stuff so i i haven't even thought about what life would be like when it's when it's out there and finished i think that even sure sure even when it goes after it goes on to amazon you know next week i'll be going and starting right into the into the extended versions of it so you know i, mm-hmm. I think that uh it would be a, a miracle if if in six months time I wasn't working on it in some in some capacity, so right, <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. It's 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 gonna be interesting. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think that uh, I, I certainly feel like we have done um, as much as we can to try to get the word out there and to promote it, and and mm-hmm. now it's really in the hands of 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 the universe to see if we can you know mm-hmm. if we can you know uh, find a group of folks who you know are gonna enjoy it and tell their friends about it because that ultimately that's the the only way it's going to be successful or at least, you know, be something that would demand a sequel would be people just watching it when they're drunk or stoned and going, wow, this sure. movie is fucked up. I got to show my friends about it <laughs> and then them telling their friends about it and going from there. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, ask me again in, in uh, a year's time. I'll tell you where I'm at. But uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I was just curious more hypothetically if you ever thought that those those would be like if you, I guess, had a choice of. Would you want to pursue more of a comedic thing or more of a, a straight horror movie? Well, you know, but, I, I, uh, I know it's hard because you're you're kind of stuck in in one mode at the moment. Well, you know, like, like I mentioned before, I, I've done documentaries, and although there was comedic elements to them, I think with documentaries you really have to to nail the sincerity of it, and and there's sure. some elements to it that that are are quite serious, and and mm-hmm. you know, I kind of I went through that. I mean, being I'm in my 
you know, late forties now. So, you know, in your thirties, you're pretty politically active and you're, you're kind of angry at the world. And, and where I'm at now, I, I just want to be able to have, have fun, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, or try to, to enjoy the experience as much as possible. And I think this, the, um, and also clearly I have a bunch of weird ideas. I'm obviously a kind of a, a, a weird guy. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's actually, it's much more easy for me to do weird stuff that's out, of, out of, of, um, at us, you know, out in space, let alone for me to try to con- con- confine that and try to normalize it is more difficult for me. Um, yeah. so, sure. but again, because normal is boring. That's why. <laughs> well, right. normal is, is hard. It's just hard to be normal, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, I have an endless That's well of, of stupid moronic ideas and, and uh, you know, whether or not they, they uh, amount to much in the end, I don't know. But, uh, sure. you know, I, I would like to be able to uh, – and also the thing, too, is as I mentioned earlier on, too, you know, the, the filming of this was really, really difficult, really strenuous, really hard. Sure. And I didn't have a whole lot of fun doing it, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. The film itself, I'd say, overall was a bit of a nightmare <laughs> to actually make. Right. Um, right. So yeah. part of the reason why I want to be able to go back and to, to make another one is to be able to experience, you know, a, a fun time on set and to be able to to go in prepared with a bit of money and and try to redo it because I kind of feel like there's unfinished business there because of the fact that uh, the other one was kind of miserable for me to have right. to, to do. So we've sure, heard that. Sure. Yeah, we've heard that. You're not alone in that because we've actually had uh... – some people that we've interviewed before and they're like, you know what, thank you for like my movie, but you know what? It was, it was a nightmare to even go through. <laughs> it's like a love hate thing. You know, they love the yeah. whole thing because you know, you're glad you went through it, but at the same time, it's like to even think about doing another one right now. It's like, no, just ask me again in a year. You know, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know it's like, uh, when people, I, I this, this is a weird analogy, but like sometimes uh, women will say, man, childbirth was the most painful thing. I never want to do it again until, it's like I forgot about the pain. I'm gonna do it again. You know. Right, right, right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I hope that whatever it is that you uh, set out to to work on, that the the uh, crowd will follow you into into that and support you. Yeah. And uh, and just kind of give you that opportunity to do whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, obviously, you could tell that there is is there's a skill there that you have. Like this is. This is very well made. Like the the style of of the acting and the style of the mm-hmm. the the sound design and the way that people the, the characters are and stuff is not for everybody for sure. Right, right. Uh, we had we had kind of said just to to make a comparison that people can understand. We've said mm-hmm. it it has sort of some trauma esque elements to it. Yeah, for sure. You know, so if you don't like that type of stuff and you're like, oh well, that shit is totally stupid to me and I hate <laughs> it, then you know, it's it's definitely not the movie for that person. Sure, but. It's it's there's a skill that went into making this that you can see that you have the ability to do good things with this. And so I would love to see you get a chance to do something with, you know, a little bit more money or a little more time or just a little mm-hmm. more knowledge of how things work and, and be able to whether it's this universe or, or whatever it is that you decide to do, I think will be very interesting. And and we look forward to checking that out for sure. Yep. Yep. I'll awesome. second that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, so before we we wrap up here. I would like to um, just give you an opportunity to kind of plug anything as far as uh, we had mentioned that Amazon Prime, you'll be able to get the movie, but where people can kind of keep up with other things as far as social media for the movie or or other avenues to get it. Yeah. uh, Well, there's a... Sorry. I I just blanked out there for a second. Um, Oh, no no problem. Yeah. The... uh, 
so as far as social media goes, it's mostly Facebook that we we have. We have a, a Facebook uh, fan page, mm-hmm. which is at uh, I guess you just put in Camp Death. I think it's just like Facebook backslash Camp Death, and okay. uh, so we're we're constantly posting stuff there. Um, you know, uh, posters and just videos and whatnot, and, and also the uh, you know updates to to events. We're actually going to be in. Um, in Edmonton, Alberta, um, on the 16th, which is the Saturday, we're doing our first uh, panel. So we're, there's going to be a it's, nice. a it's a convention called the the Dead by Con, and uh, so there's going to be a bunch of different panels, and there there's going to be a, a sleepaway camp panel before ours, and so cool. the the I guess the people nice. who are in in that film are going to be doing a panel, and then we're going to have our panel, so we're going to be there on the 16th, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just uh, if you're interested in in finding out more about what's happening, just go to the the Camp Death uh, Camp Death Facebook page, and uh, you'll see where we're at. And also, if you can't, <clears throat> excuse me, if if you're uh, if you don't live in the UK and you don't live in the US, and you want to get access to the film, because I don't I don't believe that it shows on Amazon Prime outside of the UK and the uh, the US. You can also find it on on Vimeo on demand, which will. Uh, okay. There'll be a link, I'm sure, to uh, to that uh, via. In fact, I know what the link is. It's it's campdeath3.com. If you go to campdeath3.com, it'll take you right to um, the Vimeo on demand page. Cool. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Well, and and like I said, this podcast will come out right around that time. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check. I can probably hold it off and put it out right like the day before or the day of that it that it comes to Amazon Prime, and we will uh, make sure that we tell all of our friends to to watch it and yep. to talk about it on their shows as well. Well, just tell them to, uh, to, to have a party. You know, that's the thing. It's like, it's like a party. Yes, yeah, yeah. And to make sure that they, they've had a number of drinks beforehand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to lower, lower their expectations dramatically. And then they might have a good time. So definitely. There you go. <laughs> uh, those, I, I know people have a good time. Again, you're going to get all kinds of feedback, but I don't know. I mean, I think this world needs some sense of humor and I think this film could give it to them in that way. Also, and uh, might appreciate it later on too. And like, you know something? All right, I I, I laughed today. You know, and if they can't laugh at it, honestly, there's just that they're just you know they just can't laugh. Well, we're de- <laughs> we're definitely in the age of stupid right now. I don't think I've ever seen a, a time in in, the, in my history where we've I've seen more more stupidity happen. So it's maybe a perfect yeah, movie for that time because yeah, we're in the age of age of stupid. So yes. I agree. Oh yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's definitely what rules the internet in many different forms. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Whether it's smart people that are stupid, but they don't realize that they are, or that it's people that are intentionally stupid to get attention. Right. It's a whole lot of stupid. But uh, no, this has been great. I, yeah. I appreciate yeah, the so time. Much, and, I, and I appreciate you uh, taking an interest in, in getting hold of me, and uh, you know, I'm glad we managed to uh, connect and to do this. Definitely. Yeah, and and we definitely will stay in touch, and we will make sure that we post about whenever things come up and and all that, just to let anyone know that follows us if they miss it from you. So, all right. And as far as for our show, if you are listening to this, you do know where to find us, obviously. But if you could leave us a review or a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it now, uh, it does help us to get more attention, get noticed, or whatever. Move up the the ladder if you will <laughs> and uh you know we're on all the social media facebook instagram under who will survive horror podcast and uh on our oh, our podcast networks the raw live and unedited podcast network legion podcast network and padded room network and i think that's it so 
yes, check all that stuff out. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we will see everyone next time. Good night. Good night. Fuck your world! As I walk all by myself, I just want to cry for help. I'm so misunderstood it makes me sad. Like a moth in a cocoon or a rose waiting to bloom. But everybody thinks I'm fucking mad. Cause I want you all to die. I want to fuck you in the eye. Rip out your heart and eat it with fine cheese. I don't know where I get him the urge to smash your fucking head in. But allow me to explain, if you please. Because I'm a little fucked up in the head. And I should be locked up and strapped down to a bed. Society decided I'm a threat. So the judge done sentenced me to be a guest. I can crystal meth. And now, Romanza Especial. Maracas! Because I'm a little fucked up in the head And I should be locked up and strapped down to a bed Society decided I'm a threat So the judge then sentenced me to be a guest I wanna hit fuck every fuckface that I met I can't crystal meth.